Hey folks, Kennedy Lucas here. You're now tuned in now to Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. On with the program. Hey folks, Kennedy Lucas here, the host of Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. Now, before we continue on with our program, again, we have some sponsorships for you. Today's sponsorships is brought to you in part by Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Yes, yes. Welcome back to KOP in the evening, y'all. This is KOP Evening, now streaming on Swanky 93.3 and also with our platforms of Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, iTunes, and Dizzer, along with SoundCloud and Google Podcasts. Welcome back, y'all, to KOP in the evening. Another another good episode today and the hit radio show and the radio station uh, streaming on Swanky 93.3. You guys can listen to 93.3 on Spotify and Anchor. You just go to their links or you can type in Swinky 93.3 radio station to view the playlist. We have about three episodes that's up there now and we can't wait to have more for Swinky 93.3. You guys have made this radio station possible. Um, I'm humbled and I am blessed. You guys made that thing possible. So again, uh, thank you for listening to us here at Swinky 93.3, the radio station. Now, on the radio station, I normally talk about topics and news and music and things to come up here for our entertainment in our lives. But tonight, we're going to be kind of catering to our gaming community. Now, everyone's seen it. Everyone has seen the hit Game Awards, the Game Awards 2019 was last night. And of course, I was in the studio with the staff watching this because I knew we were going to talk about it here on today's radio show. Again, the Game Awards 2019 is an award show that is honoring the best video games of 2019. The event event was hosted by Jeff Cooley at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. It was yesterday. Uh, it was amazing. Now, we've got uh, quite a few things that I'm going to talk about within the presentation, the award ceremony, and so much more things to go on. This is one of the things that every gamer has to watch simply because I am a huge gamer. I love video games. Video games, I've been playing video games since I was about five years old. So I really enjoy enduring and, and really, really enjoy playing video games here today. Um, it's amazing. You guys see it on my gaming channel. You've seen it on my YouTube gaming channel. We've been doing a lot of good stuff. So I'm, I'm really big in, in, in all with video games. And they really announced a lot of new games. Of course, we're going to get to the awards. And we're going to get to the Game of, of the Year award. But I want to highlight some of the games that they kind of released. Um, first off, let's talk about that new Xbox. Yes. During the show, of course, you have Phil Spencer to come out, the head of Xbox, to come out to speak on behalf uh, to present the newest Xbox, of course, the Xbox Series X. It's amazing the way that looks. It's more like a tower, you know? Really, really new design. Um, 
This was kind of a shock to me. I don't know if everyone knew about this, but this is something I didn't know about. Um, but seeing that series and seeing that new console, it is amazing. Uh, I'm curious to see what the uh, price range was going to be for that new Xbox to Xbox Series X. But to really see something new like that is really, 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 really amazing. Um, same logo, of course. They just switched it up a bit. And, and Phil says that you know, this game is predicted to be faster, to be better, better displayed, better GPO, better CPO. He's saying that it's, it's better than the previous Xbox Series before. So I'm very, very excited to see this new look. Uh, the Series X, um, it looks amazing. Honestly, it really does look good. Um, I wonder, are they going to have like different colors to it? Or are they going to stick to that that all black? I think the all black looks very, very sleek. Um, of course, you get your custom controller. And it's really, really amazing to see something that new. Um, this was kind of a surprise. Again, I don't know if anybody else have seen it or heard about this new Xbox. But it really is. It was a surprise when I saw it. I was in the studio. I'm like, oh, okay. This is new. Uh, of course, you got the new game, Godfall. You saw the trailer also at the rewards show, Godfall. And on the on the bottom, it said exclusively for PlayStation 5. So I was kind of hoping PlayStation will display their next console or give us a look, see what the PlayStation 5 will look like. Of course, it's been rumored. Everyone's been talking about it. And everybody's predicting that, you know, that was the thing. That was the new era for that. But, um... They said for PlayStation 5, so that's interesting. You know, it, it is confirmed that PlayStation 5 is coming. Um, they just, or I guess they're, they're still working on it. Fast and Furious Crossroads, that is another new game that got announced by uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel. They came out to the show. Um, and it's really, really cool. And you got Tyrese. Finally, Tyrese is in a video game. <laughs> I'm just messing with the man because he's been hating on The Rock for the longest. So finally, oh, there you go. You're getting a, you're getting a game, and then Fast Nine is coming, so you can stop crying. And that's all I gotta say about it. <laughs> that game looks fun. Um, you know, it looks very very interesting. Uh, uh, Naraka Blade Point. That was another game that got announced. That game looks really really fun. It looks like a good melee slash and dice kind of game. Uh, of course, you got The Wolf Among Us Two. Finally, The Wolf Among Us 2 is coming. Telltale Games is one of my favorite video game series because they really make some really good stuff with the Batman a Telltale series and now the Wolf Among Us 1 a Telltale series that I had got from my PlayStation Vita. It's, it's amazing. So now, number two is around the corner and it's coming out. Um, it's very, very exciting to see that come out for sure because, you know... I love Wolf Among Us. I love the storytelling. I like the, the drama. I like the, the the direction of it. So it's just really, really amazing to see see that come out for sure. And it's it really is amazing. Uh, big, big shout out to the Game Awards uh, Orchestra. I say this because, you know, the Game Awards Orchestra is really, really amazing. Um really is amazing simply because you know their orchestra i love orchestra i love music um to see at the finale of the show they presented the uh the the nominees for the game of the year and they really combined every game whereas death stranding control super smash brothers um i feel like i miss a uh, sicario which <laughs> that is the game of the year which i'll talk about sicario um they had all these nominations for games to come out and um, they really did their thing and they made kind of a little collabro medley, medley for it. So it just really, it really is an amazing things for sure. Um, I'm so stoked about that. You had Green Day. Green Day came out to the show. The hit Grammy, or Grammy winner, five-time Grammy winner. Uh, band, of course, Green Day came out and they displayed their two songs. That was really amazing. You had Grimes. I'm not too familiar with Grimes, but I really do like their music. I think it's more of like a uh, electro music, kind of like dubstep. You got Churches. I'm familiar with Churches. I love Churches. Um, churches was there. They presented their 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 song out there in reference of a um, of the uh, video game Death Stranded. Of course, you had a little trailer from Jumanji. Of course, Jumanji. Uh, you had Jack Black and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. To speak on that behalf, now let's get on to these games real quick. Of course, you've got 
Disco Elysium won four awards. Death Stranded was nominated. It was the most nominated. Won 10 nominations for Death Stranded. Maybe I'll take a look at this game. I, I still think it's kind of weird for the whole babies and, and the baby in the womb. I, I think that stuff creeps me out, but some gamers like that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not hating on the game too much. I've done a podcast about Death Stranding, and I was kind of hating on it. But, you know, to see that they got these nominations, it must have been a really, really good game. Um, I'm just, I don't know. That whole baby in the womb thing, it just, it freaks me out. I don't know about certain gamers, but that part just freaks me out. And, of course, y'all, the game of the year, Sicario Shadow Dies Twice, man. So, Sicario Shadow Dies Twice is the game of the year for 2019. I have not been so happy. I thought Death Stranded was going to get it, honestly, because that was the that's the game that everyone's talking about. But Sicario Shadow Dies Twice wins game of the year. I'm so happy because I do have this game in my collection. It makes me want to play it this weekend because it's just the game of the year. I mean, that's the game that everyone is playing. So, huge congrats from, from Software and the developers of that game. I played it. A couple of missions I played, and you guys can see it on my gaming channel. Um, I haven't played it as much, uh, as much because I've been so busy with other things. But now I'm going to go back and play that game again because you know it's game of the year. Um, that is a game that I wouldn't mind picking up for you guys out there. It's out there for retails. Pick it up. That's game of the year. You have to. I mean, GTA won game of the year, game of the year. God of War won game of the year. I want to say maybe 2000. 17, I want to think, 17 or 18, I can't remember those years, and now Sicario, A Shadow Dies Twice, wins 2019's Game of the Year, so we're going to play some music real quick for you guys, we'll be right back for the radio station, here, KOP in the evening, Swanky 93.3, enjoy the music. Sign, I need a Dre track, but all the time I had a mean flow, I had a cold grind, and that's a great match. Payback, fuck hoes, and I make racks, and my pockets gon' stay fat, cause I murk beats and I slate tracks. Pay, payback, wrist rocky like ASAP, stay strapped like I'm A-Rab, and in a world of lies, I still stay facts. Lame ass, hating niggas take flame baths, all you really doing when you running your mouth is telling me where to aim at. Yuck, nigga, fuck bitches and fuck niggas. If you ain't talking bread, then I don't fuck with you. Hustle. I'ma take in with my niggas about this money, bitch, hold up. I had to drop my bitch, cause I don't need no hold-ups. Walk right in VIP, we don't do no hold-ups. Get too close, I got some killers with me, that'll tell you. Hold up, hold up, tell you. Hold up, hold up, tell you. Hold up, you say you want this money, nigga, then what's the hold-up? If you really bitch this paper, paper uh, I'm going all in and no matter the outcome They told me I had it and now I'm relapsing And how could you ask me out? I'm not Malcolm And how could you doubt me? You heard my first album And who had the nerve to think I was done When I left the game graciously You said you don't want it like that And I do Yes, yes, yes. That was Hold Up by Marion Bands featuring the late, great Nipsey Hussle. Uh, late and great indeed. 
Um, so hopefully you guys enjoy tonight's, well, this evening's show, of course, KLP in the evening, live from Swanky 93.3, the radio station. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy uh, today's show. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of the program, y'all. Please be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to us. We want to hear your feedback. We want to hear from you guys out there in KLP Entertainment World. Our Lucas Nation fans and KLP Worldwide, we want to hear from you guys. So if you have any comments, questions, concerns, anything you want to shout out, maybe a shout out for your best friend, please leave it here. Leave a comment here. We want to know all about it. And please be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at KLP Entertainment with our newly talk shows, podcast shows, music, and also our gaming as we talked about the game of game the game awards 2019. Now I'm about to leave the studio and go play some video games, but hopefully you guys enjoy it and enjoy the rest of the program and enjoy the rest of your week. You guys stay swanky and we'll hear you guys in the next podcast. Hello, Grizzly fans. Kennedy Patterson here, the host of Grizzly Talk Podcast and now the host of Swanky 93.3. I wanted to come on the broadcast today to let everyone know our appreciation for everyone that has pre-ordered and bought our new shoes. Of course, my head shoe line has the idea to build shoes and make shoes. That way we can give back to our community. We were able to give back one box full for Toys for Tots, and I'm so happy about that success. Now, Hopefully we get more than one box and hopefully you guys are enjoying the purchase of your shoes. 
Just want to let everyone know that the G2s are now out for pre-order. That next pre-order will go for Operation Christmas Child and more charities to come in 2020. Thank you. Hello, Grizzly fans. It's Kennedy Patterson here, the host of Grizzly Talk Podcast and now the host for Swanky 93.3 radio station. Now, word has been going around with this new segment that's coming in the year 2020. You guys can see our posts at Instagram at Grizzly underscore talk to see the letters of VTG. We want all of our Grizzly families and our Grizzly fans to comment below on our Instagram what you think this might be for the year 2020. Is it a new radio show? Is it a new segment? Is it a movie? Let us know. We want to know your thoughts. Now, if you guys want to listen to all of the podcasts from GTP itself, you simply can go to the website. The official Grizzly Talk Podcast website will be in our link in the Instagram. View that website. And that website is only good for the iPad users, tablets, and desktops. We don't recommend you using your phones for that one. But you can go in there and you can play all of the podcasts we did within the entire year of 2019 for both past and present podcasting. Now, hopefully you guys have a great holiday season. And we'll see you guys in the next podcast. If you're watching the Game Awards, you will have seen that Microsoft has officially revealed the next Xbox. Peter Brown, managing editor at GameSpot, had the opportunity to meet with Phil Spencer and Jason Ronald to talk about this new Xbox. And now he's going to relay some of the information that he learned there to us and to you. Um, Peter, what is this Xbox called? I'm not going to beat around the bush because everyone's pretty much seen it by yep. now. It is a tower. It has a square footprint and it is a tall monolith. That said, it can also be put on its side so you don't have to keep it upright. That's right. actually how Phil Spencer has his at home is on its side. And it's called the Xbox Series X. Um, what was their reasoning behind calling it that? And what do you think it means for the future of Xbox consoles going forward? I could speculate forever, right? Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of rumors out there right now about there being two different versions of whatever the next Xbox is. Um, what Phil Spencer said was that when they name a console, right, they always try to do it around what it represents, what's it going to do. So if I think about the name Series X, the title Series implies that there could be others, right, because it's a distinction. And X, as we know, is the moniker for the most powerful version of the Xbox One that's available today. They did not make any mention of this or any confirmation, purely speculation on my part, but it seems to me that the rumors out there could be true and that we could see another Xbox that could be called Xbox Series S, perhaps. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise given that following the from the 360 onwards, they have always revealed and released a revised version of that console. Yeah, it, but it's also worth pointing out too that like the console is one piece of the thing. xCloud is also a huge piece of this mm. experience. So even if, let's say, I think the current rumors are that the Xbox or the the lesser version of the new Xbox, like based on the rumors alone, is going to be somewhere close to the Xbox One X right now. Right. Um, and I think a lot of that, in order to bring parity to the experience, is going to, the heavy lifting is going to be done by xCloud. Right. Part. So going back to the actual visual side yes. of it, you saw um, an image or video of the console. The same well. one everyone else The same seen, one yeah. that everyone else saw. So um, did they speak about the kind of a decision to go for a towel format or what, what was the thinking behind that? It's very unusual for a console traditionally as we know them to be, they're always flat. Um, what's yeah. the deal here? Phil Spencer said that they wanted to approach this console to be a performance leader, that that's a position that they like to have in the industry. Like when you think about the Xbox One X over the PS4 Pro, for example. So he said that he basically went to the engineering teams and said, these are the specs, these are the things we want to reach for and I want you to build a system that can achieve that rather than saying here's what we want it to look like make the tech fit in there or say it has to fit these dimensions for whatever reason make it work um, so it really really sounds like this was born out of the engineering uh, know-how to accomplish the goals that they set out for which includes a lot of things right um, and like it's still aesthetically quite pleasing right it's just got more of an industrial design to it personally i am in love with the design just because it's so simple it's a black tower again i use the word monolith because it's that's just what i think of when i see it it's got a vent on the top um 
with sort of largest looking circles and a green concave thing beneath it. Uh, and that's where the only fan in the system is housed. Right. And through that one fan alone, despite the console being four times as powerful as X, Spencer and Ronald were telling me that it is just as loud slash quiet as the Xbox One X currently. Okay. So huge power increase um, and the form factor allows them to do that. I'm sure with some other things as well, but the form factor helps them achieve that without making the, the audio signature too loud because right. they just want this thing to sort of be there but not take away from the experience of the game because it's blowing fans really loudly. Seems like a one small step closer to PC kind of architecture style. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I had more time to talk to them about that. I only had about 10 minutes for questions. Um, but it, 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 you know, the design definitely evokes that of a traditional PC. Mm. But I think when you also think about the sort of tech specs and the claims that they're making, just in my own head, I know there are still a ton of reasons for PC gaming, so I don't want to suggest that I think PC gaming is going to become irrelevant. But as you say, it's like one step towards creating just a... Uh, or breaking down the disparity between things like right. consoles and PCs in terms of what's the most powerful. Because mm. I think when you start to talk 8K, when you start to talk 120 frames per second on TVs, well, yeah, at that point, you know, what is a PC other than a place for open platforms for people to publish games, right? right. Um, so tell us about the controller. Um, yes. We've got this new look. Um... It looks a lot like this controller. In okay. fact, it looks uh, almost identical from the video as most people saw. Um, one of the big changes is in the middle, there is a share button. Right. So that will go in to do what you know you see happening already on like PlayStation, right? Share screenshots, share gameplay, things like that. Um, they did say that the controller was reduced in size just a little bit. Um, they quoted a very high percentage of the current controller fitting the hands of like most of the people around the world based on their studies. And the new one is supposed to just raise that bar just a little right. bit higher. Um, I was told, I mean, this is getting into minutia, but the sort of angle here is more rounded off and it actually bleeds into the handles. So rather than have this cliff, you just have a more smooth ergonomic I suppose, controller. I, I still have not hold it myself. Again, this is the old one. They say it'll be roughly the same size. Right. Um, and because I think a lot of us, and I'm sure people are gonna already be opening it in Photoshop and drawing lines and stuff, they showed the controller next to the new system. Right. So it's effectively roughly as wide as the controller. So as wide as it is deep, if it's got that square footprint, and it looked about three times as tall. So right. not a huge box, right? Like it definitely looks like something that's not quite a console but it's not as big as a PC, certainly. Cool, um, the actual controller, is it designed specifically to function just with that iteration of the Xbox or Series X, or can it be used in previous consoles? They've talked previously about, obviously they have the Elite controller, which is an expensive machine, and they've said in the past that they want to ensure that people who own that can continue to use that. Is that the case for this new console too? Absolutely, and I think it's actually more than just the Series 2 that's gonna work on the new system. They were saying that all your Xbox One controllers are gonna work. Okay. Likewise, the new controller for Series X, I still, I'm still trying to wrap mm -hmm. my head around the difference between Xbox One X and Series X. It's a tough, it's gonna be tough for SDO, yeah. but uh, yes, the new controller will work on Xbox One and on your PC as well. So you can right. take it wherever you take your Xbox controller to. Okay. Um, and in terms of games, yeah, um, we know one, about Halo Infinite. We know we know there's a bunch of yeah games <laughs> in production. So Microsoft recently went on that acquisition spree of acquiring a bunch of studios, and at least one of those studios is you know their project is bearing fruit for the Series X. Um, Ninja Theory is working on a new game. They are, um, and it is Senua's Saga: Hellblade Two. Okay. Um, so if you saw the reveal of the console, you probably also saw the reveal of this game. Mm. Um, maybe you heard, maybe you didn't while watching, but everything they've shown in that reveal is running in engine. Mm. And I caveat everything I'm about to say with that, yes, these were you know, cut scenes that were probably meticulously made to you know, reach the fidelity that they have. And Spencer and uh, Ronald both stressed to me that this game is taking advantage of everything the Xbox One X can do. Like that's what this is meant to do. Um, it looks amazing. <laughs> I, I was, I was just kind of. It, it was, it was that moment where I'm, you know, we always talk about with each new console generation, especially now, when we're approaching things like 4K, where it's like, you know, at what point are we going to level off? Where graphics sort of stop mattering so much? I'm not going to say that 
we're there yet, because I'm sure there are things that could be improved that I'm not even thinking of. But my God, dude, I was looking at this and it just, it looked like I was watching just a CG pre-rendered movie. Hmm. It looks so incredible. And a large part of that has to do with ray tracing as well. Yeah. Um, we didn't, we couldn't get into the nitty gritty of it, but where some ray tracing support comes from a lot of software side things, uh, the system is going to be doing that with hardware specifically. Right. Um, and though I didn't really get to experience this, they were saying that like ray tracing is good. You know, what it is, it, it bounces light around a scene. It can calculate that better than other methods. So the lighting looks more realistic. Your average scene looks more realistic. That also applies to audio. They can basically just track the audio along those same vectors as they bounce to do spatial audio through ray tracing as well. Yeah. So Sinuous Saga just, I mean, it, it looks it looks incredible. It looks uh, super haunting and it's, I mean, if the expression, like the sort of extreme moments of expression that came out in that first game really spoke to you, I think like me, you probably watched that and just felt like, oh, I can't wait to see what else is in store for Senua, especially with some of the scenes they showed too. Um, at risk of delving too deep into the game itself, was there any indication of how far along that game might be, um, given yeah. that you know the acquisition of Ninja Theory is fairly recent. Does that mean this is just an early or early version of the game, or is it something that they've been working on prior to the acquisition? So they, when I asked this question, the discussion was basically like, well, we've got a long-standing relationship with Ninja Theory, and by the time we approach them with, hey, maybe we should work together, become partners, that sort of thing, uh, this game existed on their roadmap. Right. It didn't sound like it was already in development in terms of like, okay, we know what we're making this for, therefore we can define our constraints. This is our target date. I mean, I, I don't think any of that was set in stone probably until Microsoft acquired them. Um, yeah. Okay. And um, some of the kind of other things that people will no doubt want to know about, whether they discuss or not, is like um, the service-based stuff, mm -hmm. like Xbox Live. Uh, have they mentioned any sort of... Um, indication of what's going to happen with that as they tra as people transition to the new console? I was promised it was going to be seamless. Everything okay. you currently have access to on Xbox Live, including your achievements, friends, the games you own, mm. um, is going to be available on day one when this launches. And when I say games you own, I mean backwards compatibility with games that work on Xbox One right now. Okay, so that was a lot of information. Was there any indication on details such as release date and price? We still just have that holiday 2020 window. Okay. They didn't make any new announcements regarding a specific date or what mm -hmm. this will cost. Phil Spencer is on record though saying that they're, I forget the exact phrasing he used, but they're going to be in position when this launches, meaning that like the price according to them based on where they suspect the market to be is going to be one that is fitting for the console market, right. fitting for a high-end console. So I think if you kind of imagine where something like the Xbox One X was when it launched, relative to where we are then. Like, yeah, it'll it'll probably be, um, if I had to put on my, my genie cap and, and guess, I would guess $500. Right. I feel like once you go above that, you're starting to ask a lot of your customers, mm -hmm. but we'll see. I, I have no idea they didn't make any mention of that. It's purely just guessing on my part because, and I just want to guess right now because I've seen this thing <laughs> and it feels real. <laughs> And uh, you mentioned earlier that you also asked Phil Spencer about the competitions, is that right? Yeah, I, I didn't quite, he talked about it that way, but I know that classically he doesn't like to think about console wars as mm. a thing because he doesn't feel like there's meant to be a winner or a loser, just that people are supposed to lead each other down new paths of innovation in a sense, which is uh, a great way to put it. And, and I don't know if, I assume it's genuine. Right. Um, yeah, you know, they are interested to see what Sony is going to do. And obviously AMD, their hardware partner that's helped them on the GPU side and the CPU side is also working with Sony on the PlayStation 5. They're not sharing info, right? They don't know exactly what's going on with the PS5, but they, you know, like they did with uh, Xbox One X, you see the Pro kind of came out roughly a similar mm. time. Like he was like, you know, we've been in the industry long enough that we kind of have a good sense of where things stand. Um, and so, but to answer your question specifically, is he excited about it? I, I think uh, I, I got the impression that he is sort of laser focused right now on this, on this new launch. Mm. Um, but if anything, I think he's, and he has to be, I know, but genuinely excited about what this can do. Uh, I like the, the one big question mark I had, which was you're offering all this power and that's great for the user, but what does that mean for developers? Like, how are they going to keep up with these increasing promises of games looking better? Like, doesn't that get more expensive? What happens for teams that are smaller in the, in the middle side? And um, 
you know, he, he, he just kind of believes that a, a good game is a good game, even if it's not like the most impressive technical showcase. And, uh, and that the Game Awards is kind of like a good reflection of that. You get to see the stuff that gets people excited. And I think even if you look at the portfolio of people they've picked up, right? Like including the likes of Double Fine. Yeah. It makes sense. Like not every game is going to have to look so incredible, but you know, the experience that's going to come with this console is more than just graphics. Just before we go, you know, it also has to do with the faster loading times. Mm. With they hinted at trying games from the cloud rather than buying them. So like if someone says, hey, you want to try this game? I'd be like, sure, I'll try it out because I can, right? Uh, it's about s making the experience smoother for all. So I think, yeah, the graphical stuff is going to be there. But I'm also really, really interested to see just how seamless using this console is going to be. And alternatively, because Sony has promised very similar things, what it's going to look like for them. I think that's going to be one of the more unusual and interesting talking points next year. Right. Any indication of when they plan to provide more information about the Series X? They said, well, we... Why are we doing this at something like the Game Awards? Well, you know, for a lot of reasons. Uh, and then he also mentions E3 2020 is going to be a big one for us. Okay. So I think that's probably what we can look forward to next. We've already had XO19 happen mm -hmm. a couple weeks back. We're heading into the new year. Uh, I hate to say it, E3 is not far away. <laughs> uh, Terrifying. So soul. get ready uh, if, for, if anything, more Xbox Series X news. Yeah. Until then, people are going to have to make do with what we have on offer, which we have quite a bit. Yes. Um, you have a feature written around the actual uh, piece, the actual new console, as well as an interview, and we've got a bunch of breakout stories. Yep. So if you want more information about the Xbox Series X, still confusing, <laughs> go to GameSpot.com. And in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at H and Peter is... PC Brown. See you on the interwebs. Welcome on back to the Lucas Chat Podcast. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the Lucas Chat Podcast show, y'all. This year has been a very, very good year, 2019. We just got done wrapping up the um, Grizzly Talk Podcast. We talked about creating kind of a uh, speech on this year, 2019. So if you guys missed that podcast, go back and listen to it for sure. This podcast, we're switching some things up. We're going to tie this on with the KLP in the morning and KLP in the evening. Uh, we're going to be playing some music on the Luke's Chat podcast just to kind of make it um, kind of different for the radio shows here. And you guys, I love music. You know, you guys know how we do. We're going to do music for sure on this thing for sure. And I cannot wait uh, for music to come up a little bit later here. But it is Luke's Chat podcast and we do have a topic to talk about here today. Um, but before we get to that, y'all... Uh, wanted to shout out Swanky Aura and Swanky Records for sure. Yeah. Yes, sir. So we're out here, of course, Swanky Aura, if you guys didn't know about it, that is my um, group that we do music with. Uh, Swanky Records is our record label here at uh, KOP Entertainment. And we uh, downloaded and we've, well, we uploaded, sorry, we uploaded our new hit, I Don't Mind, featuring Swanky Aura, and it reaches over 900 follower downloads. You guys made that thing possible. I mean, that got to mean something. It got to mean something. I mean, that's over 900 downloads. So you guys made it possible. You guys love the song. So I, we're doing something right here at Swanky Records. So again, I'm so proud of that. And I'm, I'm humbled. And I'm blessed to uh, have something like that out there. You guys, again, you guys made that thing possible. And I love our fans. Our fans really been dedicated uh, to that. So I'm just, I'm so happy about that. And 
you guys, you, honestly, you guys made it possible. So thank you guys for that. Of course, we're working on not only music, but we're working on some films here in the studio uh, later on today. So I just, I'm humbled for that for sure. We're in the media space. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. It is Thanksgiving week. You're probably getting ready to do your turkey, your dressing, your turdurkin. You probably got some sweet potato pie, some beans, some corn, some mac and cheese. You know, you've got all of that good thing coming out for you guys. So again, from all of us here at KLP Entertainment, happy Thanksgiving uh, to everyone out there. It feels so good to be in the studio, do our thing here, and not really worry about schoolwork that much. Uh, that is the week where we take some time off and we don't worry about school. We're doing a thing for sure. Like working on Element Magazine coming back. Yes. So Element Magazine... Element Magazine is back, y'all. Of course, on the comeback season, uh, you guys can see it on my Instagram and Element Magazine's Instagram as well. You can see December's issue is coming up very soon, and we gave you guys a little sneak peek about December's issue. So, uh, you guys, you guys made it possible. You guys made every all of these things that we're doing here, from the studio down to music, down to movies, down to even owning our own magazine line. You guys made this thing possible, and I'm so happy about that. So let's get on with this topic here today. Of course. It's an injection, <clears throat> an injection for male uh, pregnancy tests, um, uh, pregnancy kind of medicine, y'all. So the righteousness uh, begins, y'all. It begins now. Of course, um, it is proven to promise 97% set, uh, success rate for, for preventing pregnancy. While many women are celebrating the fact that sexual responsibility will soon be shared a bit more equally with men. Of course, it's been... Uh, proven that it'll be an injection shot that men can take uh, for um, for um, uh, pregnancy pills, so you don't have to, of course, get pregnant. So, how the way I feel about this, um, how the way I feel about this is is kind of a good thing, honestly. You know, um, and as me speaking for for a male, I, I always advocate safe sex. Safe sex is the best sex. You know, if you don't. If you don't practice safe sex, then, you know, dangerous sex is dangerous. I'm so scared of this shit, honestly. And I'm not I'm not being funny here on the podcast. Like, I'm so scared of that shit. <laughs> I'm super scared of STDs, HIV. So it's, 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 you have to be careful, us men, when you're having sex, wrap it up, at least. Wrap that thing all the way up so that way it's safe. You know, I'm a young guy. I'm not even thinking about having babies right now. I, I'm only 23. I'm not thinking about having kids right now. And for this thing to happen, um, you know, some people say that sex without a condom feels so much better. And, you know, I, I might have to agree on that. I might have to agree on some terms on that. But it's better to have the injection so that way it can prevent you not to slip up and, you know, you getting someone pregnant. Um, there's a lot of people, and I'll say this freely on the show, is a lot of my friends now, they, man... They popping babies left and right. And it's just like, whoa, like we went to middle school together. We went to elementary school. We graduated from high school together. You're already having, you're working on your second kid. It's like, wow, okay. And it's, again, I've talked about this certain topic on many, many shows before. It's not like I'm against young people having kids because, you know, it works. You know, a lot of people want kids. You know, it's kudos to them. They, they want to do it. But me being 23, I, I, I'm not thinking about kids. I'm thinking about a career. I'm thinking about money. I'm thinking about hustling. And that's just how I am. But a lot of people, they out there, they're doing these these things. Um, so this injection pill has been proven by doctors. And it's, they said it's almost ready. They said that they're going to try to release this in 2020. Um, a lot of people are skeptical on that. A lot of people are thinking about it. A lot of people um, may think, okay, yeah, that might be a, a moment. So Indian experts involved in this new alternative method plan to provide more informative data on its reversibility. Some of the Indian men interviewed by Vice, that's a magazine and a media line, however, seem to put off by the more the mere idea of an injection rather than a, um, a, a reversal. Of course, someone quoted, I don't know how old the technology is, but all the details are still relevant, relative, relatively unknown. So I prefer a conventional condom. Some people still do condoms, you know. Condoms are safe. Condoms are going to be there forever. Condoms, that's the way you do it if you want to advocate that safe sex. But some people don't. Some people, 
some people just free and nilly. My friends tell me, yeah, why don't you just do it and you practice your pull-out game? <laughs> that shit, it works, but it doesn't work. So you have to be careful. I mean, it's such a slippery slope with that. A lot of guys my age, a lot of my friends, yeah, that pull-out game strong. I do it real well. That doesn't, that, that's a 50-50 chance. 50-50 that it doesn't, 50-50 that it does. So condoms all the way. But injection is another way um, that you can, you know, get injected, you know. If the science prove it, you can get ejected. Um, it's in your system. That way you don't have to really wear a condom and you, you'll be kind of safe. But again, it is that 50, 50, 50 chance. Uh, honestly, for sure. It's that chance of sure luck. It's, it's a chance of, of you know, of, of it not working. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, you, you're, you're, in, you're in deep trouble. I'd be open to trying the... Uh, I'd be open to trying the injection because of the... Um, Onus is always put on women. Who anyone are those who have dealt with the downside of an unwanted pregnancy or go through an abortion? Uh, says Sharias. Yeah, she uh, uh, is a 24-year-old writer. They are already burdened enough. So that is the least... That is... So this is at least one place where men can pick up some of the slack. Honestly, women, you go through it all. I mean, abortion... I never experienced abortion myself. I that didn't get someone pregnant and we didn't do abortion i never had that experience but i can honestly say women they go through it enough it is painful it, it it sucks it's not great pregnancy is not fun a lot of people out there in the world they're, they're proud to be pregnant they're they're shining there's a lot of movie a lot of hollywood movie movies out there that show that pregnancy is awesome it's not honestly i don't know i'm a male i don't male don't get pregnant but i don't know how it is personally but i see it in faces i had a friend who was pregnant and she said this was the dumbest shit that i've ever done <laughs> honestly it's the dumbest thing but you're going through it so that's all i gotta say you're going through it and it sucks it's not fun um abortion sucks it's not fun it hurts uh there's a lot of religion and a lot of politics that goes in with abortion even today Abortion is a high topic with politics, which we're not going to get onto with today's show because I don't really dabble in politics on the show. But a lot of people, they go through it. So honestly, uh, this injection may not be a bad idea, but, you know, who knows? You know, comment below. Let me know what you think. So on the Looks Chat podcast, the new uh, show here, we're going to be playing some music, of course. Uh, this song here is amazing. So you guys enjoy this music and we'll be right back for closing and a shout out. Stay tuned, y'all. That I don't feel it all Scarred up inside So I built all these walls My head rolling back But I'm faking the rush I'm out every night And I'm lonely as fuck I make my own rooms And my own plans I got no room For no man That's my way Just us two. 
Yes, yes, that was It's Strange by Lois the Child featuring Kay Flay. Of course, you guys can go to Spotify, type in Swinky Records. You can hear the remix with me rapping on it. KOP has his own spit on it. So it's just really cool. So that's going to wrap it up here on the Lucas Chad Podcast. Again, I want to thank you guys so much for staying tuned for this podcast. Let me know what you think. Condoms or injection? Which one would you rather go for? Would you like injection when you're going down and doing the deeds and having sex? Or would you prefer your traditional condoms? I want to know. I want to hear from you guys for sure. Uh, Let me know in the the comment below for sure. Thank you for all of our media. Thank you for Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, Pandora, Dizzer, excuse me, and SoundCloud for all of you guys uh, for letting us premiere our content on there uh, each and every week. You guys have been so amazing. And I just got to thank you guys as partners, partner, sponsors and partners. You guys have made this thing possible. So that's going to do it. Lucas Chat Podcast with your host, KOP Kennedy Lucas. You guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Stay swanky. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, folks. Kennedy Patterson here the host of Grizzly Talk Podcast, and now the host of Swanky 93.3, the radio station. Now, I just wanted to give a shout out to, again, Grizzly Talk Podcast. Of course, you guys can follow our Instagram at grizzly underscore talk. We're at 1,589 followers right now, so our road to 2K begins now. Go ahead, go to Instagram, type in grizzly underscore talk, and view us there for more content. Thank you. Last time we, we talked in this program, yeah, it was uh, uh, we were talking about Detective Pikachu, yeah. and I said to you, I go, oh my gosh, I go, Ryan, what's what's up, man? What's going on? And you said to me, uh, not much, not much, no, no, yeah. not much. It was great. It we had a fun a going talk. on. Yeah, it was really fun. And then after that, you went right to the premiere. Yeah, and I got a Google alert uh, yeah. saying that uh, Blake is pregnant. Oh, and uh, on the red yeah. carpet. Look, nobody so, was more surprised than me, Jimmy. I got to tell you. No, but I, I said, what's up? Like, what's going on in your life? You said, not much. I, I was mean, like, not much. I know. What kids? I, I, thought mean, the, I thought the fact that I was wearing a denim vest would be all the rage. That would be all the news. <laughs> that was going to be but the then, news there. But then, but then Blake shows up uninvited, I might add. Oh, my goodness. That is unbelievable. And I thought she's just been pounding beer. And it turns <laughs> oh out God. that she's like yeah, she's... six months pregnant or something, <laughs> oh you know. Yeah, I got to get way more hands-on at home. You thought, yeah, yeah. you thought it was gonna be the denim vest. It wasn't. No, I thought that all. was gonna be the lead story, but uh, that was gonna be the big Google alert. I will tell you though, no, because I thought you, I thought you, you were trying to. There was no love for me, but I tell you who does have love for me. Your beautiful daughter, James. She's obsessed with who you. Who I love so much. I, oh dude, she's the cutest G- girl. G- Jimmy Fallon is Shawn Mendes to my daughter. Like, legitimately. She gave me this drawing last time. She did. She made that and drawing. And I kept it, yeah, hanging in my office. She made that drawing just for you. She, She's... when you walk in, though, you, she can't even look at you. She, like, hides in a corner, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Is, yeah. She gets shy. Oh, she loses her mind. Well, how know does she the... know me, though? She doesn't... I don't know, Jimmy. You tell me. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. The... Maybe I... she's up late at night watching the damn show. I no, but she... She's, like, obsessed with you, though. But she said, I love her so much. James, if you're watching, oh. it's go to bed. It's almost, yes. yeah, it's almost midnight now. Go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, she's actually, is she five? She is almost five, almost yeah. Five. Yeah, she's five. <laughs> she's so cute. Uh, yeah. But I heard that she said to you the words that no, no actor wants to hear oh, her God. kids say. Oh, yeah, no. She said she wants to get into acting? She wants to be an actor. 
Yep. Oh my gosh, no, no, no. And I no, I mean like it's a, I'm fine if she want to be an actor. Like go ahead, like you know, in school, do like after school stuff like that. That's all fine. And every right now it's every day is like a recital. She's singing songs, she's doing little plays at home, all that stuff. But like being a child actor in like movies and stuff, that's like a whole other ball of wax. I tried to ex I explain to her, I was like, look, you know, that's a huge burden on your nervous system. I mean, having to, you know, process all of that attention and information and also you develop all of these like unhealthy coping mechanisms. And she just like looked at me like she didn't know what the <laughs> I was talking about. <laughs> and, and I was like, you know what, here's what's, what's cheaper and easier is like, let's just skip showbiz and enroll you right into cocaine. No, 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 that, like, no, no that's bad advice. That's bad advice. Showbiz is that's not good advice. for kids. No, it's not, no, it's it, not. I, I feel like we should know this by now, right? You, yes, but we parents should know this. Yes, like, it, yeah, let's just put them in a movie unsupervised. Like, no, no, wait, yeah. yeah, it's great. I will That'd say the business can get uh, dangerous and edgy because I will uh, have an example of something you recently did. You were in Brazil. Yeah, oh yeah, like Boy, days, a couple days ago, yeah. got some fans in Brazil, man. Oh yeah, that my was, goodness. That was not, yeah, a barricade came down. That was kind was of scary. Was that Comic-Con? What was that? It was, at, it was at the Brazil Comic-Con, yeah, the CCXP Comic-Con. It was we, an amazing Comic-Con, but it, yeah. We, we actually have a clip. Can I just show everyone what happened? Here's the, the moment the barricades collapsed. Watch this. I mean, wow. No one got hurt. No one was hurt. Oh, man. You jumped up. No one got. Dude, that was fast reflexes. I was not drunk. You were. <laughs> I mean, you you jumped backwards. Wow. Yeah, I know. It was. Like, a, we've all sort of felt like slow motion though, because you see that they're they're falling. You're thinking, oh my god, is someone going to get hurt? And you could see they're all kind of falling evenly, like they were going to go down. They're going to be okay. And then I was like, oh, my legs are not going to be okay. So I jumped back and wow. landed on the thing. Yeah, it all and happened really fast. Was that Steve from Stranger Things? That was he? Joe Keery from Stranger Things, right behind me, who's in my movie, Free he, Guy, that we were there for. Was he trying, did he save you? Well, no, if you could see him, you should see, you should look at this back. You can see him saving his beverage. He's not worried about, watch, 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 watch. <laughs> That's, yeah. Well, he just, yeah, what, out of the what? way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's more concerned about his. Yeah, that guy's uncomfortable with the word hero. <laughs> Yeah, he was just, he was like the big Lebowski. I got a beverage, man. Yeah. He's like getting out of the way and yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I got to talk to you about it because I love what you're doing with your gin. Uh, if you haven't tried this uh, aviation gin, it is unbelievably tasty and delicious. Pretty damn good. I do love it. It's yeah. great. But the ads and the commercials that you put on the internet, you know funny. what I'm talking about. They are yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Every one of them. Yeah. Knockout, home run. Everyone, I look Thank forward. You. But this was the gift of all gifts. You got the Peloton girl. Yeah. Like the next day to be in your ad. Yeah, within a few hours of how, her ad. How did you pull this off and why did you do this? And well, like, you know, I've been there in that position as an actor where you do something that doesn't quite work. And I really wish somebody from a gin company called me right after Green Lantern and was like, hey, <laughs> like. I got something funny you can do as an answer to that. Uh, so yeah, I, I, we got a hold of her. It was really difficult because nobody wanted, nobody knew how to get a hold of her. Obviously, the people at Peloton didn't want us to get a hold of her. But we got a hold of her, and within 36 hours, we had shot, chopped, and, in, and put out this commercial. And what is what is her name again? Monica Ruiz. She's Monica amazing. Ruiz. Super funny. Yeah, she's. Uh, great. I've seen her on talk shows now because of what you did. Yeah, yeah. And I hope she gets hired more. Monica I hope Ruiz, so too. you are awesome. Yeah, I think she's great. Uh, I got. Let's talk about your movie. It's on Netflix. Six Underground yes, this Friday. This is the. I mean, you guys know Michael Bay. He does all those giant yeah. movies with a lot of explosions. Yeah, and this was just one of his home videos. Yeah, <laughs> no, movie. This we were talking. You yeah. said you said this is the Michael Bayest of all Michael it's Bay. The movies. most Michael Bay movie in the history of Michael Bay. Yeah, that's this is science. the Michael Bayest movie ever made. Yeah, the Bayest. The, is, this is the Bayest, Bayest movie I've ever it's, seen. It's absolute Bayhem. I think I can go all day. <laughs> it's absolute Bayhem. Uh, uh, it is uh, the first. I will say the first thirty seconds of the movie. Probably twenty cars explode. Yeah, like nice cars, like Maseratis. Oh no, yeah, like really nice cars. It's, yeah. You're racing through Italy, and it's really Italy. In it's Florence. not CGI. No, no CGI. We spent a month doing one car chase in Florence, Italy. That was that opening car chase was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to uh, I want to show everyone just a, a little taste of the car chase you'll see yeah. from the beginning of this movie. You'll never see a car chase like this ever. Uh, uh, here's a clip uh, from Six Underground. Take a look. Whatever I need to do, right? So I'm just gonna do it. We're definitely gonna be on the news. Hang on. 
chopper. We lost the chopper. Not the David. No, no, not the David, not the David, not the... You want to get out and compare, or should we maybe think about going? No. Yeah, let's go. Go! Ryan Reynolds, everybody! Six Undergrounds available on Netflix Friday! On and on and on. And it's on and on and on. Hey, folks. Kennedy Lucas back again. We hope you enjoyed the program here at Swanky 93.3, the radio station. Now, please be sure to check out all the other content on our Spotify account and anchor at Swanky 93.3. Thank you. <laughs>